why do we even need frameworks to write code? Can someone just tell me? Hello and welcome to The Raw with Susan. I'm your host, Susan Adelokiki. On this podcast, we simplify and break down topics in software development in a split second and discuss important skills for building a career in technology. This week's episode is titled Keeping Up with Frameworks. For the past couple of weeks, we've been looking at some important topics in web development, and one thing we brushed over while talking about front end versus back end versus stack development was how incredibly important it is to learn about frameworks i'll add a link to the notes for you guys if you'd like to catch up with that episode we're going to be talking about what frameworks are and a couple of very popular ones and of course why we need them when we talk about frameworks what do we mean now think about the frame of the house it's literally the skeleton or layout of the house right And the purpose of having this is for the builders to have a blueprint of what the completed building should look like. Without the blueprints, the builders can end up building an office space instead of an apartment or a kitchen that looks like a bathroom. When it comes to code, frameworks give us as developers the ability to extend or customize code by writing pieces of code around it. So this saves us the stress of having to code tons of components from scratch. We'll look at a number of commonly used frameworks in web development currently, and our focus for this episode will be the front-end frameworks. There are quite a number of them right now. It literally feels like a new one comes up like every quarter. But the most important ones, I didn't mean to say important, the most popular ones are React, Vue, and Angular. I personally have had my fair share of all three frameworks. I've used them in a number of projects, and I must say they have their good parts and their meh parts. (laughs) The first framework we'll be looking at is React. So React was developed by Facebook. It's written with GSS syntax. It was built in 2011 but became an open source library in 2013. A fun fact about React is that it's actually not a framework, but it's a library. Although it's useful for building the UI of a lot of applications and it saves devs from building components from scratch. I believe it's generally grouped under the class of frameworks because it's one of the options that is used for this purpose. A couple of companies that currently use React include Facebook, Instagram, Netflix, Udemy. By the way, I said Udemy in the last episode. I'm so calling myself out for this. (laughs) And also another company is Pinterest. Now, a number of reasons why I find React a great tool to use, and I believe that the the same goes for most people, are the fact that it has a really huge community of developers. So the support is great. It also has high performance. Um, the fact that there's, it's a component-based, it uses a component-based design, makes it easy for it to be reusable and used in other parts of the application. It's also suitable for applications with high traffic. However, of course, as good as React is, it's still a library and therefore it needs to work with some other libraries to build more complex applications. Um, There's also the fact that you need to understand the JSS syntax 
for React, and this may be a bit complex for beginners. The next framework we'll talk about is Angular. Now, Angular was the first framework I worked with. <laughs> um, I started using it when the first version came out, which is AngularJS. It was fun to use, but it was also a piece of work. However, they moved to the component-based architecture, and this was literally a complete rewrite of the framework, which became Angular 2 and is popularly just called Angular now. That version was definitely so much better than the first. Having a component-based architecture essentially means that every single UI element is seen as a component, and the benefit of this is that it allows for reusability meaning that the component can be used in other parts of the application. It also allows for better readability. It's way more readable than, you know, when it's not component-based. Unit testing is made easier as elements are isolated and can be individually tested. It is so much easier to maintain because of the modularity. You can make changes to some parts of the application without having to duplicate those changes everywhere. The most recent version of Angular is actually Angular 10. I think the stable release of that came out like literally just a few days ago. Angular was developed by Google engineers Misko Avery and Adam Abrams. It is written in TypeScript syntax. Some companies that use Angular are Google, of course, Microsoft Office Home, Forbes, Xbox, and BMW. So what makes Angular so great? It has a huge community, just like React. It has great documentation. It also um, uses something known as the two-way data binding. And this is essentially a real-time sync between the view and the model. Now the view is what you see as the user. The model is the data and business logic that defines what you see. So in the two-way data binding, changes in the view reflects in the model and changes in the model also reflects in the view. So the implication of this for developers is that they wouldn't need to write additional code to provide that synchronization. So it's a framework unlike React, so it was built with stuff like validation, routing, and other key features in mind. And of course, as great as Angular is, using Angular could be an overkill for small projects. Um, it also has a pretty steep learning curve. In most cases, you need to learn TypeScript to use Angular. You also need some knowledge on how RxJS works. RxJS is a reactive programming library, so you also need this as well. Up next is Vue. Now, I must confess, I literally just started using Vue at the beginning of this year, and it's been a pleasure. <laughs> It was easy to get started on it, and so far, I've not had any crazy issues using it. I believe Vue merges the good parts of React and Angular. Vue was created by Evan Yu. It's used for building web interfaces and single-page applications. It can also be used for desktop and mobile applications. The latest stable release of Vue is uh, 2.6.12, uh, and yeah. Did someone ask why I love Vue so much? I'm going to tell you. Now, Vue has a beautiful, detailed, comprehensive, and concise documentation. You could go check that for a fact. It's a lot more flexible and is less opinionated than the other two that I mentioned earlier. It's also pretty easy to learn. 
it has the community is rapidly increasing it's incredibly small in size it has a small it has a simple syntax so programmers with javascript background can easily literally just get on board with it however as great as Vue is <laughs> it doesn't have as much support as angular and react it's also of course as you can probably tell there are also consequences that come with flexibility because different members of the team can decide to write view code in different ways and this can become a pain in the ass <laughs> um, companies that use view uh, we have gitlab alibaba grammarly adobe and and behance and with that we've come to the end of this week's episode this week i took us through what frameworks are the most popular frameworks, what makes them great, and companies that use them. Next week, we'll do a little bit more deep dive on why we really need frameworks. Until then, I remain your host, Susan. Stay hungry. Hey there, trust you had fun listening to this week's episode of Rewire with Susan. For more of this, be sure to subscribe to get updated with new episodes. If you have any questions, rants, suggestions, feedback, or a topic you'd like for us to discuss here, simply send an email to hello at rewirewithsusan.com. You can also drop a tweet or DM me at Sir Hastings on Twitter. Thank you for listening and talk to you soon.